you know, we have a lot of different opportunities to flex our clinical skills to help patients in so many different ways from what was originally kind of conceived as the traditional bedside nursing. That was Dr. Heather Smith, Senior Program and Clinical Operations Director at TrialCard and today's guest on TrialCard Talk, news and information on the biopharma and life science industry and the role TrialCard plays in it. Here's your host, Landy Townsend. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Trial Card Talk, the official monthly podcast series brought to you by Trial Card Incorporated. Trial Card is a full-service life sciences commercialization company that provides comprehensive solutions that span the entire biopharmaceutical value chain. In addition to a foundation of fully integrated, digitally enabled patient support services, its broader offerings include everything from late-stage clinical trial management to post-marketing HCP engagement services and proprietary data-as-a-service payer intelligence and insights. Founded in 2000, TrialCard provides commercialization needs for more than 160 life science customers and has connected over 35 million patients with more than $18 billion in branded drug savings to date. The company is headquartered in Morrisville, North Carolina. For more information about TrialCard, please visit trialcard.com or message us at sales at trialcard.com. My name is Landy Townsend, the VP of Marketing here at TrialCard, and as usual, I'm joined by Eric Manning, TrialCard's esteemed Associate Creative Director. I'm, I'm esteemed. You're esteemed. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Manning just celebrated a birthday, so... He's more esteemed than he was the last time we talked. Yeah. How's it going today, it's Eric? Going, it's going well. Good. And it's uh, heating up here in the south. Uh, the temperature's starting to rise. The pollen count's going down. So uh, I think everybody's respiratory system's getting back to normal uh, a little bit. So yeah, it's getting warm stay, for sure. Stay, stay safe out there, everybody. Eric is, uh, for those of you that don't know, Eric is a, is a musician, uh, plays guitar, and sings in a band. Um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, announced some nominees um, just today: Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton. Well, and, and Dolly um, Dolly was very close with Naomi Judd, who unfortunately yeah. this past weekend lost her battle with uh, with mental illness. And uh, I, in fact, um, she passed away the day before the Judds were getting inducted into the. Which Hall of Fame? I believe uh, that, that's the either Country, country Music, music yeah, Hall of Fame. CMA, CMA. Yeah, country so that musical. was tough. So, um, you know, um, just a, a tough situation. Um, I think uh, I think it's it's worth it for us to mention that if anybody is struggling with with mental illness or, or any kind of anxiety, depression, to to reach out and to to call somebody and to. Sure. Well, she's she. It's, it's well documented by her own account as well that she's struggled with uh, mental illness and depression for many years. I, I read in one account that she there was a there was a two year period where she says in the interview that she couldn't get off the couch. That people would come over, her her daughters and her husband would uh, come over and want to want to talk to her, and then she would go upstairs and lock herself in a room. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's very very sad that it ends that way. And um, anybody out there, if you don't know who to talk to, talk to someone, anyone. Right. 
Well, let's segue into that uh, kind of sad topic to a really exciting topic, um, and that is uh, our guest today on Trial Card Talk. Uh, do you know who it is, Eric? It is it's Dr. Heather Smith. Is that right? That is right. right. Dr. Yeah. Heather Smith. Let's uh, let's bring Heather in and, and learn a little bit about our nursing services and what we're able to do for our clients and their patients. Our guest today on Trial Card Talk is Dr. Heather Smith. Heather, welcome to Trial Card. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Landy. Thank you for having me today. Um, I've been here at Trial Card for about two and a half years. Um, my background is that I'm a nurse, nurse practitioner, and I have my PhD in nursing. Uh, I've been here um, working with several uh, individuals here at Trial Card within the market access department. And prior to that, I was on the pharmaceutical side for about seven years uh, with various hats of responsibility. Prior to that, I was in the clinical uh, world, uh, flexing my, my nursing education and being at the bedside taking care of patients. That's great. Well, we're happy to have you today. And the focus today on our episode is going to be nursing. And with next week, May 6th to 12th, being National Nurses Week, we are pleased to have uh, Heather here to talk about the way that nursing has evolved uh, within Trial Card. Now, Trial Card, uh, as many of you know, um, provides market access programs, uh, hub programs, uh, as we call them, uh, and nursing is a big part of those. Heather, give give our listeners an overview of how nursing uh, strengthens those market access programs and 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 what role nurses play within those programs. Thank you, Landy. That's a really great question. So here at Trial Card, um, our nurses do play a great role, uh, a really important role to support patients in our market access patient support programs. And what that looks like is really um, pulling that clinical knowledge into a resource for patients beyond their healthcare providers that they're seeing currently. Uh, that's not to take the place of their healthcare providers, but to supplement or complement them with an additional resource who understands the clinical space. Why, why do you think there's an increased need for, for nursing support in, in market access programs, Heather? We're, we're constantly um, being asked by, by pharma companies to, um, to help these programs and to, like I said before, strengthen the program with our nursing team. But talk a little bit about how that's evolved over time and, and why there is such a need currently. Sure. I mean, we are fortunate in our day and age where technology and science is taking us to a really amazing um, time in our lives where medicine uh, is evolving, but it's also becoming complex in order to uh, keep us healthy or uh, keep us alive. And at the same time, um, I would say that our society is losing the ability to have health literacy and be successful in this space where technology and science can really um, play a wonderful hand in our lives. And so where nurses can be very helpful, uh, and there are many reasons, honestly, but I'm going to hit on health literacy uh, in this conversation because I think it's really important to understand um, kind of the basic foundation for where our patients are coming to us. Um, you know, there's an opportunity for them to start a new product, a new medicine that could save their life, could extend their life, make their quality of life better. And it's often very much apparent as the nurses start working with these patients that they see the fundamental knowledge 
um, that these patients need to know to be successful on this product, um, whether it's the dosing, the timing, uh, just the habit of taking it um, can be very complicated in adding that to someone's life. And not only is it the medication, but just understanding side effects, what they need to be looking for when they need to uh, be alerted to go and see their healthcare provider becomes really important because not everyone understands how the drug is actually going to work. Right, right. I saw a stat uh, the other day that something like 10,000 baby boomers are turning 65 every day until 2030. Mm-hmm. Talk about the, how that kind of complicates the need for nurses and talk a little bit about how that impacts the overall healthcare market. Sure. Um, you know, within the reimbursement space, I, I think about patients flipping from commercial to, uh, to Medicare. That definitely changes the resources available to patients um, as they're getting older. Um, we also, you know, it's a different generation. Um, what they may have known today is not the same as it was before, bringing them up to speed on what's happening. Again, the complexities of the healthcare system, um, medications that they're taking, the fact that they could be taking many medications and not quite understanding or being truthful with their doctors about, you know, they, they can't be taking all these drugs all at the same time. Um, kind of moving through that with a patient can be important. They might need to take this drug now that's new in the evening because they can't take it in the morning with other medications. And so just taking the time to really help that patient see a bigger picture is really important. Do you feel like patients need more hand-holding these days with respect to the different medications they take or how to take them or um, it just seems like um, obviously comorbidities have a big have a big uh, part of that but um, it just seems like the role of the nurse is is more important now than it ever has been I, I definitely would say that's the case certainly uh, a patient needs to be motivated to really have the bigger picture, to have all of the information that they need to be successful. It's, I think, um, it's unfair to expect that a patient's going to receive all the education that they need, um, especially in their daily life, to be successful with whatever comorbidities, diseases, medications that they may um, have on their list to take care of. And so, Um, nurses can definitely step in and help those patients and customize and tailor their messaging to understand where they may have educational gaps, um, where they may have a misunderstanding of what maybe the doctor or the nurse practitioner or PA told them um, to help clarify that information. Um, The internet can give you all kinds of information. (laughs) One, you have to be motivated to spend time to find it. Two, you have to make sure it's a legitimate site as well. And so um, again, the, the drive for someone to understand uh, what they're picking up in conversations and then their own personal life, how they're interpreting how to fit all these pieces together is really important. Yeah. Our former colleague uh, was fond of talking about how nurses is nursing is the most trusted profession and mm. has been mm-hmm. since 2001. And, and nurses have held uh, the top spot every year uh, since then. So um, it just goes to, to show how much we need nurses, how much nurses improve our, our lives. And um, the role of nurses, you know, has changed over time. You know, how they interact with physicians, their roles within the offices, um, their, their uh, relationships with patients. Um, talk a little bit about how that has changed 
over, I don't know, over the next, uh, the last 20 or 30 years? Sure. It certainly has. And um, even before that, I know there's always been an evolution of nursing, but I think most people think about nurses taking care of patients at the bedside. Right. And that's what everyone thinks of. And very much so, um, you know, several millions of nurses in this country today serve patients at the bedside. Um, But what I think has evolved quite a bit over the last few decades is where nurses have gone outside of the bedside um, caretaking of patients. And um, I find this to be really important um, from where I stand and know that I've had an opportunity to step away from the bedside and actually flex my clinical skills elsewhere in the industry space. And I I just find it to be so important that nurses, um, you know, find their way Uh, If it's not at the bedside, find their way to other places, um, pharmaceutical companies, pharmaceutical service companies, such as trial card, where a clinical lens can be so important to the success of a drug coming to market within clinical research, um, supporting patients um, telephonically, and even through some of our technology here at trial card, where they just need extra uh, additional handholding to other places where um, I think if we were to look behind the scenes of some companies, you'd be surprised at where some nurses have found their way in the world um, to help and support patients, but in a very untraditional way. And I think that's what's really probably changed over the last few decades. As we've come out of COVID over the past few months, um, it would be naive to say that COVID did not affect uh, you know, every facet of life, but, but specifically um, our market access programs and our nursing team, how how were they affected by, by COVID overall, Heather? Mm-hmm. I, I think the conversations changed a little bit um, about how to navigate the healthcare system successfully, knowing that there's been this fear of COVID. And I, I certainly can feel from our programs that that um, the anxiety has diminished quite a bit, and, right. and that's a good sign in 2022. Um, but certainly early on, um, some of our programs where we were sending nurses into the homes mm-hmm. uh, actually flipped to us conducting more virtual trainings, um, those primarily around um, teaching patients and caregivers how to inject a sub-Q and injected medication uh, while we had seen earlier that people really appreciated that one-on-one in-person training uh, we saw that that became obviously uh, out of the concern of COVID that that became a virtual training instead so we have had um, some changes in how we deliver our messaging, our training, our education, but also the topics at hand as well have changed to make sure, you know, make sure you take your mask, make sure you do these things to keep yourself safe as you're working through the healthcare system. Right. So just, just as we got really proficient with Zoom, so did, so did uh, <laughs> That's right. caretakers and, and patients <clears throat> as well. Heather, obviously, nurses play a large role within trial cards, market access solutions. Talk a little bit about what trial cards, market access slash hub programs are and and what we do for patients. Uh, I live and breathe that every day. So the market (laughs) access, our patient support programs uh, look look the same but look very different uh, depending on what product that they're supporting. In general, what we are here to do is to serve the patient 
and also the healthcare providers as well in the offices. And so what that looks like is enrolling a patient into a program, ensuring, of course, compliantly and legally we have everyone sign off and ensure that they're informed that they're coming to us for us to take care of them. Uh, we typically, in our patient support programs, work through any reimbursement hurdles that might come a- across um, as we look through the patient's insurance um, through their benefit investigations. If it's a new product to market, we are not surprised by many patients having a prior authorization that we'll need to walk the healthcare provider through, if not even an appeals process, uh, sometimes even. Um, being the messenger between the the payer into the healthcare provider, walking them through those steps to make that patient um, successful in obtaining coverage. Um, another piece to that is often that buys a lot of time, depending on the product. Uh, we might want to urgently have that patient start on product. So we also support the ability to send free goods to patients if the program allows, which looks like bridge and quick start. Um, which is, um, I would say, very altruistic of our our clients in that they want patients to go on product at no cost to the patient. And so we work with our non-commercial dispensing pharmacy uh, in many occasions to have that shipped to the patient or, or healthcare provider if it's an infused product um, so that the patient can start immediately. And then as we move through the reimbursement hurdles, which for some of our programs actually include field reimbursement managers who are more forward-facing with healthcare providers, um, helping that patient move through the hurdles of reimbursement, we we hopefully get to a place where we either are able to um, have a commercial dispense and have that patient assisted either by specialty pharmacies in many cases. Many of our products today that we support come from uh, a dispense from specialty pharmacy. Some are retail, though, in fact. And um, we can also support patients who end up not being covered or uninsured and therefore our non-commercial dispensing pharmacy, again, can ship what is called a a dispense that would be under the patient assistance program or PAP. And so during that journey for some of our programs, we also have clinical support and that's where the nurses come in and provide um, typically a welcome call followed by subsequent calls. Um, Some of those are optional. Some of them we really want to make sure that that patient feels secure uh, before we kind of let go of them, but let them know that we're always here um, as a resource clinically for questions. As you think about our nursing team, Heather, and and the the wide range of skills and the experience, the years of experience they have, what do you think truly differentiates TrialCard's nursing team from those of other providers? I think it's actually a couple different things. One is that it is the experience of our nurses, and I'm so proud of them as they come into Trial Card, looking at their career trajectory and all of the experience. Um, we have quite a bit of um, various experience throughout our nurses here at Trial Card. Um, that we are then able to flex when we receive new programs and, and change programs up here. And, and I think that's really a, a huge advantage. We just don't assign a nurse to a program. We really try to align their clinical experience to the therapeutic area that we have for that program. And, and why that really is important is that um, different specialties within our healthcare system look different. Um, the way that patients navigate the healthcare system, how procedures or other medications that are typical in that space 
if you don't know that space well, then um, you're kind of flying blind. And typically our patients are flying blind. And so if they have a nurse who knows that space, who has been there, um, has anticipatory you know, guidance to provide to them, that allows that patient to be more um, successful in that space. The other piece that I would say to this, and I could talk about this probably for a couple hours, but the other piece that I'm finding to be really important is that um, our nurses are not seen as an exclusive service to our patient support services. And what I mean by that is that our nurses see what our patient is going through, whether it's reimbursement challenges, a delay in shipment, um, the nurses, while they may not be necessarily speaking to those topics, they overall see what's happening with our patients. And I find that to be really important because I, you know, they need to be able to speak to and, and understand how they can help that patient holistically. And that's definitely one of the um, keywords in nursing is a holistic approach to taking care of patients. And so here at Trial Card, our nurses can see everything that's happening and how we're supporting that patient within the patient support program. The nurses are just not off to the side and just clinically um, exposed to what's happening to that patient. And overall, I think that just ends up being a better experience for that patient overall when they come into our patient support program. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, you know, as many of you know, Trial Card is located in what's known as the Research Triangle of North Carolina, uh, you know, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Um, and so we're blessed with a lot of great universities. We've got a lot of great nursing programs nearby. Um, Heather, talk a little bit about how our location really helps us attract the best talent and, and the best uh, nursing team members. No, I would absolutely agree with you that we are very blessed to have um, the backyard that we have when it comes to the large um, and, and very uh, successful entities such as Duke University, UNC Chapel Hill, um, Wake Forest, um, not only in educational aspects, but also in the hospital settings as well. We have a uh, Duke's healthcare system, UNC's healthcare system, and Wake Med certainly is up there as well. And what that does for us is um, these are primarily tertiary centers. And by tertiary, that means that if you look at the Rolodex of the specialties that we have within these healthcare systems, you could cover all of them. Um, and, and that's probably within what a 20 mile radius. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of different experience that comes from that at the bedside with our nurses that then can allow us to be flexible when it comes to hiring nurses with all of that experience to then support those patients from dermatology, women's health, uh, nephrology, uh, oncology. Uh, it just gives us a really great uh, landscape for us to choose um, experienced nurses. The past three and a half years have been certainly exciting at Trial Card with seven acquisitions. We just completed our seventh deal two weeks ago for Triangle Insights, a, a consulting firm over in Durham. But as we, so, so things are very dynamic over here. And as we look to the future, Heather, and we think about uh, what we can offer now and what we could offer in the very near future, let's say, you know, maybe before the end of the year, talk a little bit about a couple of those things and what it means for patients. Well, not only did we acquire Triangle Insights, but another uh, press release last week, if anyone That's was right. looking, yep, is that uh, 
Trial Card announced the launch of PatientLink, which is our digital platform here at Trial Card. And, and where that comes into play with clinical services is that it allows us to deliver by the patient's um, specifications of how they would like their information um, coming to them, whether that's text message, uh, through an app, online, and therefore the nurses can really customize delivering clinical information in a manner that's consumable and more absorbable, hopefully, um, by those patients um, in the means that they would like to receive it. The other place that's really exciting as well is that uh, not only can nurses be touching patients um, through the telephone and through patient link and and that uh, means of communication, but the other place is really having peer-to-peer conversations. And this comes into play in really working with our healthcare providers. You know, we often focus on the patient and we absolutely should, but again, technology and healthcare and drug uh, delivery and development is moving very quickly that it's hard also for our healthcare providers to be on top of all of the information that they need to be an effective healthcare provider to their patients. And therefore, we're really seeing a need where nurses can go out in the field and communicate with office staff and even nurse practitioners, uh, PAs, and physicians and really meet them as well in speaking about um, the disease. Uh, Typically the rare disease world is really important to uh, push out information education to keep healthcare providers on top of information, Um, but also just any disease in general, bringing them more up to speed with the most current clinical trials, uh, whether they be drug or disease, it's really important to have a clinical perspective coming into the office and speak that same language as other healthcare providers to have a more effective conversation. And, and therefore, we're going there here at Trial Card, which again is really great for us to see that the clinical support can also be had by the, the healthcare providers that are serving our patients. With that, we are going to wrap up this episode of Trial Card Talk. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Heather Smith. Thank you so much for coming today and for talking about uh, nursing services. And happy early National Nurses Week to you and to all the nurses out there. If you like what you've heard today and would like more information about Trial Card or any of its services, um, please drop us an email at sales at trialcard.com. And if you've liked what you've heard today on this podcast, please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, stay safe and be well. The Trial Card Talk podcast is a production of Trial Card Incorporated. It's edited and produced by Trial Card Associate Creative Director Eric Manning. Trial Card Talk and its content are the property of Trial Card Incorporated, Morrisville, North Carolina, USA. Thank you.